It's such a pleasure to catch up with you, Alistair, once again. And Hugh, uh, uh, what a great honor to talk to you as well. Um, what an amazing new series. I mean, uh, Alistair, we've talked a lot over the years, uh, but this one uh, is, is very, very special, especially uh, how much I love the volcano uh, segment that you guys did. Incredible shots, incredible footage. How do you get all that stuff? Well, I think you should talk to Hugh about that because that's his episode and he stepped far closer to volcanoes than I ever dared. Yes, uh, Tony, it was certainly a, a massive challenge because we took our crews into live volcanoes on the edge of craters that had exploding lava lakes at the bottom um, across corrosive bodies of water in Tanzania when we filmed those flamingos. Um, that was on a place called Lake Natron, which is the world's most corrosive body of water. And the only way to access it was by hovercraft, which we had to send out from the UK. So huge challenges in, in almost every sequence in that film. You know, I learn something new every time I watch one of these beautiful series that you guys produce. Uh, I did not realize that 80% of volcanic activity is underwater. I think yes. Sorry, you go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, most of, most of volcanic activity takes place out of sight. But, uh, but I think one of the more surprising things about volcanoes is that they're not just destructive. I think most people who think about volcanoes think they're just there to make our lives difficult. But of course, they're the architects of the planet. They create the land in which we, we sit on. They fertilize the planet. Their thermal energy is important to nature. You know, we would not be here without them. Uh, Alistair, tell me a little bit about your relationship with David Attenborough. I mean, it goes back a long way. Yeah, Hugh and I have been privileged to work with David for over 30 years now. Um, uh, I worked on the Trials of Life series, which was the third of his great trilogies, Life on Earth, Living Planet, Trials of Life. And uh, we were privileged that he narrated Blue Planet, Planet Earth and Frozen Planet. Um, he was absolutely delighted when Hugh asked him whether he'd like to narrate this series because he felt it was a really, very fresh story. Nobody had ever combined the earth sciences, the forces of, of the natural world with natural history in this very refreshing way. And he also was really pleased that our last episode, the humans episode, looks at how mm. actually the most powerful force of nature now is actually humanity and how we are in danger of upsetting this perfect planet, this perfectly balanced planet that we've enjoyed and benefited from from over 10,000 years. You Are you overwhelmed by everything that you do. I mean, you have, you are leaving such a legacy for humanity with all of these great stories about our planet. I don't think, I don't think we're overwhelmed. I think we recognize we have a real responsibility, <laughs> you know, with the, with the, with the global population becoming increasingly urban for most people, the only way that they can understand and see the beauty of the natural world is through the programs we make. And I think in the 30 year journey that we have been on, with David, we've recognized that we can no longer just make celebratory programs. I mean, A Perfect Planet is very celebratory and very accessible and very entertaining, but it also does talk about the issues that the planet is facing. And I think we need to face them because there is still time to put, put things right. And this last episode actually gives you some very good suggestions, some very good solutions 
that will allow us to return to the stability of a perfect planet. Alistair, do you uh, do you do lectures? I mean, do you go to colleges and universities and talk about the planet? Yes, we do. I mean, all of us um, uh, do 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 that when we're asked. Um, Hugh and I have spoken a lot at the Royal Geographic Society here in London, which is an amazing place to be, because you're you're talking in the same room that David Livingstone spoke and and Shackleton spoke. But yes, we we wherever we have time and we're asked, we do do public speaking because people seem to really enjoy to to see the pictures, but also very importantly to hear um, you know what goes into it. The stories behind the scenes really fascinates people. Um, Hugh, what is the one holy grail that you have that you haven't done yet as far as uh, traveling, as far as doing uh, your, your job? Is there a holy grail for you? Oh, wow. Uh, a personal holy grail. Well, I've never been to the Arctic or the Antarctic, and Alistair is about to put that right in April. I'm going to be going to the Arctic <laughs> for a polar bear film. So that will be a, a big highlight. But, you know, whenever I start a new series, there's something amazing and fresh to film. So, um, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to tire of, of learning and finding new things. Alistair, what's your holy grail? Golly, for a long time, it was to film the giant squid, the largest invertebrate on our planet. And then that was rather annoyingly filmed by uh, a great friend of... Um, uh, of ours, a Japanese producer, amazingly talented guy. Um, gosh... Do you know, I, I would like to spend a lot of time in Papua New Guinea. I've never re I've really been into the heart of Papua New Guinea. And it's one of the last great rainforests on the planet. And it's full of wonderful birds of paradise that uh, Hugh is passionate about, but uh, so am I. So I, I think that would be a, a real treat, Papua New Guinea. Again, thank you, gentlemen, for being part of the show. Uh, the, the series on BBC is Perfect Planet. Don't miss it. It is an amazing show and beautifully done. Uh, thank you again, gentlemen. Thank you, Tony.